Hello, everyone. Welcome back. These are indeed the first words I'm speaking out of my mouth today because I have not left my apartment building and had interaction with other human beings. So you are the first people I'm talking to today, which I'm fine with. It's just weird to hear my voice out loud right now because I haven't opened my mouth today to speak. I've noticed that a lot where it's until I call somebody or I go to the grocery store, I go out somewhere, I don't speak because I live alone and all of the things I'm thinking to myself, I'm obviously not speaking it out loud. I'm like thinking it in my head. Sometimes I do. I like now that I'm thinking about it, I'm almost positive there's been days where I did not speak a single word out loud. Um, that's kind of crazy, a little bit weird. That obviously doesn't happen super often just because I'm either filming or I'll see someone. Anyway, welcome back to the podcast. We are here for episode six. I don't know when I'll lose track of how many episodes I've done, but here we are over a month in. Happy May. I cannot believe we are entering a new month. I honestly love May just because I feel like it's the prelude to summer and I love summer. Hot girl summer is hopefully gonna come in hot this year. I feel like I'm defrosting and hopefully going to reach my true peak form. I feel like I thrive in the summer and I feel like a lot of people feel like that just because the weather is so nice, the vibes are good, and I don't know, summer is really fun. I am in a pretty good mood today, which is nice because yesterday I just wasn't and I was going to record this yesterday, but I was like, mm, I was just feeling so lazy, which lazy isn't a bad thing. I think that word has a more negative connotation surrounding it, but I think it's good to have relaxing days. We all need it when we need it. And yesterday, I definitely needed it. But today I'm feeling good. I made a coffee that was so perfectly proportioned. It was just the right amount of sweet. I could still taste the coffee. I'm a sweet coffee girl. (laughs) I will be the first to say it and I'm not ashamed of it. I know some people like to make fun of the people who literally drink their coffee to the point where it's it's more milk and cream than coffee, but I'm trying to slowly train my mouth and train my taste buds to like coffee with not as much creamer in it because I used to use a shit ton of creamer to the point where I was having a whole dessert, you know, first thing in the morning and that was nice and all. But I would love to be able to drink coffee without all the extra stuff sometimes because sometimes I go overboard with like the vanilla syrup and creamers and milks. The dream would be to one day be able to drink black coffee. I I really don't see myself getting there, but hey, never say never in the words of Justin Bieber. Who knows? One day, maybe you'll find me sipping a black coffee with not one bit of vanilla syrup or creamer in it. That would be a miracle to me. I have just always had a sweet tooth and I don't know, I think I have more of like a sweet mouth. Everything inside of me just loves sweet things. Where was I even going with this? Oh, because I was talking about why I was having a good day. Okay, yes. So I had a good coffee. I had a nice little workout, which felt very good. I haven't worked out in a little bit. I was listening to some good tunes. I made a really fire avocado toast. I'm trying to step up my avo toast game because I don't want to spend loads of money going out to get one when I can make a good one at home. So I'm really loving the truff hot sauce. I'm a big truff girl. And so I'll put that with the egg on top of the avocado toast. Anyway, it was really good. I'm having a good day so far. I bounced back from my weird mood yesterday, but honestly, yesterday was very needed and I need to give myself more grace with days like that. I tend to be very hard on myself when I don't have productive days. 
And I don't like that because I think rest is super important. I think it's pretty much equally as important as being productive because you can't just be go, go, go all the time. And I was feeling super tired and unproductive. So I just let myself feel like that. And I think it was really needed. I just got back from a trip. So that's why I feel like all of that craziness kind of caught up to me and... I'm feeling back to normal now. It's always such a weird adjustment after you get back from a really nice vacation and then you come home and you're just like, "Mm, (laughs) I want to go back on vacation. So speaking of vacation, I just got back a few days ago. I went for a week-long trip to Southern California with my boyfriend to celebrate our three years. Our three years was a few weeks ago, but We both had a lot going on during our actual anniversary, so we saved it for the end of the month, and we went at the end of April, which was such a nice time to go. We went to San Diego first for a few days, which was so fun. I've never gotten the opportunity to actually explore San Diego, and oh my goodness, I have never been more obsessed with the place. There was such good food, such good spots we got to check out. There's the downtown area. You also have like the coast and the beachy areas, which was really fun to kind of bounce around from the city vibe versus the beach vibe. I just uploaded on my YouTube channel our San Diego vlog if you wanted to see what we did, where we ate, because I think that was probably the best trip I've ever planned. I am definitely the planner in my relationship, which I don't mind. I feel like I like having control with stuff like that. And Connor's more of a go with the flow kind of guy. So we're really compatible in that way. And if I do say so myself, I planned a pretty killer itinerary. I didn't plan it super strict and rigid. I'm not that type of planner where I'm like, okay, this time we wake up, this time we have to leave and we have like all these things we need to do in a day. I kind of just planned out in my notes app, different restaurants I wanted to check out, different activities, different spots. And I didn't really put a schedule to it. So whatever we were feeling that day, that's what we went and did would definitely go back. I will go back because I love it so much. I feel like in a way it kind of reminded me of Hawaii slightly, which obviously is my home. And so it was just really enjoyable to explore around. The weather was pretty chilly. I know I'm going to get laughed at, especially by all of my like Midwest and East Coast girlies listening to this because I am such a wuss when it comes to cold weather. It was like 60, 65 degrees and I was freezing. My toes were frozen. My fingers were frozen. I definitely love the chilly weather. And I think it's so nice, especially when the sun is out. Oh, say less. If the sun is out, but it's still chilly, it kind of keeps you perfectly temperate. That is my favorite weather. That's something Hawaii doesn't have. And I don't know, it just was nice to put on a jacket without sweating because I love fashion. And sometimes living in Hawaii, it's hard to wear all of the things I want without turning into a puddle of sweat. Because if there's one thing about me, maybe this is TMI, but I am a sweater from everywhere. And I don't mean sweater like the garment. I mean sweater like I sweat a lot and it's not pretty. So (laughs) can't really wear light gray here. (laughs) If you know, you know. So that's all I'm going to say about that. And then we road tripped to LA, which was so nice. It was like a two and a half hour drive. First of all, let me just say, I got absolutely obliterated by young driver fees. I always get questions. Ava, how are you renting a car? You're not 25. That is correct. You can still rent a car, but they're going to demolish you with the driver fees. But I was willing to pay it. I feel like in California, it's really convenient to have a car, especially because we were going to be road tripping and it was really nice. We could just whip around 
wherever we wanted to. And I definitely recommend getting a car if you're going to be in Southern California. Also, Uber is a great option, but it was super nice to have a whip for the week and get to just bounce around from place to place and not have to worry about ordering cars and stuff. When we road tripped, I think the road trip from San Diego to LA was like the longest car ride I've ever been in. And I'm not even joking. I know road tripping is super popular for those of you who live in the mainland, but obviously living on an island, there's only so far that you can drive. Road trips aren't really a thing here unless you're going from like one side of the island to the other, which you don't really do. But I think that's one of the longest times I've been in a car. And it made me want to road trip, like actually do a road trip. Because listen, I know I'm really dramatic with the two hours and 30 minutes is a road trip. I know that's short for some people and I thought I would hate it, but it was so fun. We listened to podcasts, we listened to music, we sang, we just acted silly. We went faster than usual because people in California drive really fast compared to here. And so it was just really fun. I usually am really scared of road trips just because another fun fact, I get extremely motion sick. And I experience a lot of car sickness when I'm in the back of cars, which is such a big bummer. If there's one thing I could change about myself, I think it would be the fact that I get such bad motion and car sickness. It really puts a damper on life because I'm always scared to get in the backseat of a car. It is the worst feeling, feeling like that. And to put the cherry on top, I also have a fear of throwing up. And so that is just not a good combination. But I was driving, so no motion sickness for me. I just have never really desired going on road trips because if someone else is driving, I am so sorry, but I will not participate because I'm just, uh, that feeling, mm -mm, no. I also am just the type of person that I trust myself when I'm driving and if someone else is driving, mm, sometimes I fear for my life. <laughs> anyway, as you can see, I do like having control over things and so that's why I drove but definitely one day I would love to do an actual proper road trip from like one state to another. I've never done that. I feel like I've never done that. I feel like that would be so fun. So maybe one day. We were in LA for a few days, which I love LA. I feel like I take it in doses and I enjoy it. I personally don't think I could live there, but I've been going since I was 18 or 19 pretty consistently and so it's always nice to pop in and it definitely has such a different vibe from San Diego. To be honest, I think out of the whole trip, the San Diego parts were my favorite. I just feel like it was so beautiful and obviously I've been to LA a lot so I've seen it so it kind of in a way lost its novelty of being this shiny, fantastic place in a way if that makes sense. I do love it but when you go somewhere a lot, I feel like it's, you just see it a little bit differently. And since it was my first time in San Diego, I, why did I say it like that? Excuse me, I'm so sorry. Every time I say San Diego, I just think of Sandy Ego, like the waffle, San Diego. <laughs> Honestly, that was just hard to beat, but we did have such a good time in LA. I got to hang out with some friends. Uh, <laughs> that's actually funny, just one friend. <laughs> not friends plural unless we're counting connor but mm -mm, no i saw a friend which was really nice we were both there at the same time ate some really good food ate shake shack way too many times had truffles and cookies from milk bar way too many times but super fun we actually stayed in the hills 
Uh-huh. Which sounds so, so fancy because it is. It was an Airbnb. We stayed in the guest house of someone's house. It was like completely separated and private. That was such a nice house. I would love to know what they do for a living because it was a four-story home in the hills. And they also had hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of two cars <laughs> sitting in the driveway. Anyway, that Airbnb was so fun. I'm definitely a pool girly. Oh, give me a pool and I am set. That is my dream to have a pool one day. It was such a vibe switch from San Diego, which, you know, is more of like a laid back beachy town type of area. I don't know it that well, but that's kind of what it felt like versus LA. And I'm more so talking about the side of LA where it's like celebrities and just like the rich people that live in the hills. It was such a vibe change going from that to that. Connor and I were just talking about how it is crazy how many We like to call it undercover rich people there are because I feel like when we think of rich people, we think of celebrities, we think of actors, actresses, musicians, people that we know, people that have a big following and are in the media and stuff. But there's so many more undercover rich people who you have no idea who they are. And it was just crazy because I feel like there's more people who are rich that we have no idea about versus people that we know are rich that we know about, like celebrities and stuff. One of the days when we were in the LA Airbnb, I was going up to the car to get something and I ran into the owner of the house and he was just the most average looking guy. Like you would have no idea if he was walking on the streets that this man, however he got his money, I don't know, but he was loaded. I mean, he has this house that is in Hollywood Hills, you know, this super coveted, highly sought after rich area has a four-story home, you know, like a Mercedes, a Range Rover, and it was just crazy seeing him because I was like, I would never know. And that was just funny to me because I was like, ah, another undercover rich person. I am so curious about what you do for a living. I'm not going to ask right now because we had like a little small chit-chat moment when we bumped into each other. And in my mind, I was just like, I am, I am itching. I am fiending to know what you do for a living. I'm so curious. I'm a curious girl. If there's one thing about me, I'm curious. I won't always act on my curiosities, but best believe I've always got questions. (laughs) So anyway, speaking about money, which I feel like I don't talk about money a lot, but I don't know. It's kind of coming up now. This TikTok showed up about the mindset of money always comes back to me and you have to have an abundance mindset with money instead of fearing it. And I don't usually get videos about money or finances on my For You page like that. That's not what my For You page usually consists of. But I saw that and I showed Connor and we were kind of just talking about how experiences and memories are so priceless. We were just talking about how that trip that we went on was such a highlight in our relationship. And those are memories and experiences we're gonna have forever, which is so amazing and we're so lucky and grateful for. Did our trip cost a lot? Yes. We saved money in some areas, but we kind of went off with the Airbnbs we stayed at, but it was worth the memories we got to make and keep with us forever. I don't know. Seeing that TikTok definitely shifted my perspective a lot because sometimes I fixate on what I'm spending and how much I'm spending in a certain area, overthinking if maybe I'm spending too much or if I should, you know, even be putting money into some things. But I started reading some of the comments and I saw one that said something along the lines of, my life changed so much with how I view money when I stopped thinking about how I was throwing away money with rent and spending $100 on grocery a week. Instead, I shifted my mindset to see that as an investment in myself, 
my health, my happiness. I read a comment like that and I really resonated with that personally because the last few months I've spent more money than I ever have in my life. Obviously, I have more expenses now, now that I moved out and I have to pay rent, I have to pay bills, I have to buy all my own groceries. I am so lucky to be able to do that and I realize how blessed I am for that and I'm very grateful and appreciative of it. But I'll see myself spending all of this money that I haven't really had to spend before because I was living at my parents' house and I was kind of worrying about it. I was like, wow, that's a lot, you know? I would kind of start to question it a little bit and be like, am I spending too much money on groceries? Like, I feel like this is what I need, but I don't know. I grew up being conscious of what I spend my money on. And ever since a young age, I feel like I've always been pretty mindful and careful about what I'm spending money on. And I don't know, I was just raised to obviously have fun, enjoy life, but be a little bit more conservative with what I'm spending on. I definitely, I don't know, it's weird because I, when I started making money, being an influencer and stuff, my spending habits didn't really change that much. And so many people who come up on this influencer money, and I see this happen all the time, they start going crazy with super nice cars and all of these designer handbags and designer clothes. And to each their own, I would never judge what someone else spends their money on. That is none of my business. But personally, I just never did that. Anyway, my whole point in bringing this up was I saw this TikTok and I really appreciated seeing that, especially seeing the comments of how people shifted their mindset to viewing money as something that is an investment in their selves with spending money on groceries and food instead of getting down on yourself for, you know, spending $100 on groceries a week, it's an investment in yourself. Sometimes that money is an investment in your health. Other times it's an investment in your happiness. I feel like this trip, yes, it was expensive, but I have memories that literally make me smile thinking about them. And instead of looking at how much the trip costs and getting upset about it, I can look at it and be like, wow, that was an investment in my happiness. When you have an abundance mindset in terms of money, I feel like your relationship with spending the money becomes a lot less fearful. And that's not to say go out and spend all your savings on a bag, <laughs> but even just knowing that money will come back to you helps you stop fearing when you spend more. I don't know what my whole point in bringing this up was, but I guess the lesson here or the point I was trying to get at was invest in yourself, invest in your health, your happiness, your life. Being in the Hollywood Hills, seeing these stunning houses, these streets lined with nice cars, it made me feel inspired, honestly, to work hard for what I want in life. And that's not in a super material way as if that's the only things that bring joy out of life. But in a way, I felt inspired to have my dream home one day and have nice things. Do I think money buys happiness? No, but I think it'd be ignorant to say that money doesn't offer a lot of really great things to enhance your life. I've noticed it's always the really, really like filthy rich people who say that money doesn't buy happiness, but obviously you can't ignore the fact that it can buy things that bring joy and make life a little bit better, a little bit easier. Money is such a struggle for so many people. So I don't know, just the whole money doesn't buy happiness when like super rich people say it kind of rubs me the wrong way. I don't know how we got to this conversation, but I guess, I guess I'm just going to keep talking about it because the ideas are kind of flowing here. I just think it's stupid to say that money doesn't matter because unfortunately 
in this world, it does. I feel like the most important things in life you can't buy, like a loving partner, a good family, solid and loving relationships and friendships. I always thought this was such an interesting topic because the subject of money always brings up interesting conversations and perspectives from different people. Personally, I don't think an excess of anything in life is good. I've always kind of believed in the quote, too much of a good thing is not a good thing. And when it comes to excessive amounts of money, I don't know. I just think at a certain point, too much is too much. I cannot even wrap my head around how much money Elon Musk has or Jeff Bezos. It is pretty much impossible to wrap my head around that. I don't really strive for that, which is a good thing because you know, how many people in life are going to be as rich as that? Obviously not me. (laughs) But for me, I think my goals financially is to be able to treat myself, to treat my friends and family and people I love with nice things, to go on trips and be able to travel and experience new places, help other people and donate to causes that I believe in, and also spend it on myself, which I don't necessarily think is selfish. I will say this confidently. I do want to spoil myself and work hard to give myself a nice home to live in someday, but there's so many things money will never be able to buy, and so I don't idolize money in any way because I think there's other important things to focus on, but I thought I'd bring up this topic since it naturally came up. Obviously, to a certain extent, to a lot of extents, money is important and that's just the world we live in. We all need it to literally live. I would rather have a super loving family and great friends, great relationships, and just be happy in my own head rather than have all these designer things and, you know, just expensive everything. I feel like that is the foundation, is being happy with your life and who's surrounding you, not the material stuff. But obviously it's nice to have nice things. Connor and I definitely had a field day looking at houses on Zillow that we walked past on our evening hot girl walks and entering the addresses on Zillow and looking at how much they were. I don't know why, but looking on Zillow has become a hobby and it is so fun and maybe sometimes a little disappointing because you're like, um... That must be nice. But also, I don't know. It's kind of like a fun activity. Anyway, how's that for a 35-minute life update? That, you know, it's... I Like I said, I haven't talked to anyone today. So here is me brain dumping. I just... I needed to speak to someone. Thanks for listening so far. Funny enough, we have a whole episode to get into. Buckle up, grab a snack, grab a water. Because in this episode, we're going to be talking about how to romanticize our lives. This has been something I've wanted to do an episode about, and I feel like it kind of naturally ties in to some of the things I've been talking about already. I know there's a bit of controversy surrounding the whole romanticization whatever, of life, but personally, I like to romanticize my life. I think it makes everything better and life more enjoyable, so because I like to do that, It serves me in a positive way, and I wanted to talk about it because I think it could be fun. If you're not familiar, what does romanticize your life mean? Let's look it up on Google first, and then I'll give you my own interpretation. Google says it means focusing on your own goals and achieving them. Romanticizing your life allows you to embrace changes, learn new things, and help you grow into yourself. And another article I just clicked on says it's not about making huge changes to your life, but about noticing the smaller moments of happiness, of gratitude, of excitement, of contentment. And another article says at its core, romanticizing your life is about appreciating the small stuff. That kind of gratitude does wonders for your mental health and self-love. There's actually a lot of Google articles on how to romanticize your life. So clearly this is a topic I think a lot of people are interested in, and I think we can all 
romanticize our lives romanticize our lives a little bit more because to me what this idea means is that you are making yourself the main character of your own life and it it sounds dumb okay i know the whole main character thing was like a trend where you pretend like you're the main character in a movie <laughs> bitch that movie is your life we are literally all main characters not one person on this earth isn't the main character because in your own head you are the main character in your story and so to me romanticizing your life means making dull moments feel a little bit more sparkly feeling like you're the main character and i feel like all of that brings such a positive mood change to your day-to-day life when you do this because life can be hard life is monotonous sometimes and i think if we can make life more fun and enjoyable why not do it so let's talk about some of the things i like to do to romanticize my life and then i also asked on the podcast instagram which is at my mind pod and i asked you guys to tell me what you do to romanticize your life so i will read those after but i just thought it'd be fun to talk about this today because every time i listen to other podcasts that kind of talk about living your dream life romanticizing your life they always leave me in such an uplifted mood and so i'm hoping this episode does that for you because I think these are pretty much all feasible things we can all do to make our lives a little bit more exciting. First things first, first step, understand that you are the main character, okay? You write your own story, your own script to the movie. This is your life. This is your movie. It's your world and we're just living in it, baby. Like to me, I I am the main character of the Ava the Ava life. Like I look at it like that and it just makes me feel like, ooh, I'm important. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, we're a floating rock. Is anything that important? No, but you know, we're doing the thing. We're going through life. And when you picture yourself as the main character, it makes things a lot more fun. So in your story, you're the main character. I am just, I'm just a, I'm an extra in your movie, okay? So stop thinking, oh, other people are more main character-y than me. No, bitch, you are. You're a main character, okay? So let that sink in learn it, live it, love it. That being said, let's get into my list. I wrote down some things that I like to do. Here they are. First things first, go on a drive. If you don't have a car, (laughs) maybe, you know what? No, we can modify this. Go on a drive, roll the windows down. You don't have to have a destination. You You don't even have to have a destination, but blast your music, the best music that you like to listen to that uplifts your mood, that makes you feel like you are just the baddest bitch out there music that makes you happy that just puts you in a good mood put that on blast it have a good time nothing makes me happier than doing something like this and it's so simple you get in a car put on your favorite tunes and you listen obviously please drive safe do not blast it so loud that you can't hear your surroundings and you're not paying attention gotta say that so do this safely you know maybe go park somewhere if you're worried about that and put on some tunes it's basically free to do minus the gas because gas prices are insane i don't even want to talk about it i don't even want to talk about it it's just such a simple act that brings so much joy personally for me music can change my mood like that and if i have on a good playlist my whole day has changed my mood has changed i feel uplifted i feel empowered i feel like the main character the modification if you do not have a car or you don't drive is listen to music and headphones while you do normal everyday stuff whether that's cleaning going on a grocery run. Again, this is such an easy thing we all can do and it's such a game changer for no reason. It just boosts your, is it serotonin or dopamine? I don't know. Whatever brings you happiness, whatever chemical that is. And it just makes you feel, and it, 
I don't, I don't know. For me, when I do this, if, you know, some playlists make me feel like I'm on top of the world, I'm the main character, I'm happy. Other playlists make me feel like a baddie, you know? So it really depends what you're trying to go for here. That being said, get a good pair of headphones or any headphones, put them on your head, <laughs> put them in your ears, blast that shit. And going along with that, you need to create music playlists that's filled with all the songs that make you feel good. So create a feel-good playlist, one that uplifts you, has happy vibes, just makes you feel good. And also create a playlist, like a hot girl playlist, like I'm a baddie <laughs> playlist. And these you put in songs that just make you feel like hot and sexy. <laughs> it It's a game changer, okay? Oh my God, I just lost feeling of my thigh. I've been sitting down so weird. Oh my God, my foot is purple. <gasps> Oh God, guys, I'm sitting on the floor again and I had my foot, oh my God, oh my gosh. I had my foot and leg folded such a weird way. I have no feeling in my leg. <laughs> Help. Okay, hold on while I readjust. Um, I'm scared. Another thing that makes you feel so good for no reason, matching sets. Depending where you buy it from, it can be very affordable or maybe a little bit more expensive, but you can find matching sets wherever you shop. There's something about putting on a matching set that makes you feel like you have your shit together. Your life can be in shambles, but if you have on a matching set, why do you feel like everything's okay? That's how I personally feel. It just makes me feel so put together and good. So I don't know, a matching set can really, really change the vibe, whether that's a comfy sweat set that matches, or maybe it's like a cute going out outfit that's a matching set get a matching set. I feel like such a big part in our confidence and feeling good is what we wear because I know for me personally, when I wear things I'm not comfortable in, my day kind of feels ruined in a way and I just feel uncomfortable in my own skin, in my own clothes. So wear things that make you feel confident and that's going to be different for everybody. Some people feel confident in oversized clothing. Some people feel more confident in tighter clothing. So it really just depends. But moral of the story, treat yourself to a nice little matching set. And that is one way I like to romanticize my life as well. This next one is kind of, maybe it's like a little untraditional and it kind of just came to my head. I didn't even put this on the list, but I'm a big visualizer. I love to think of scenarios, think of things, put myself into a movie almost, but like in my own head and pretend I'm in a certain situation. A perfect example of this is when I'm cleaning my apartment. You know, it's not always the most glamorous thing and sometimes it's kind of dreadful. It's not always fun. The after part is fun when everything's clean, but during it, you're kind of just like, mm, I wish this was over. Sometimes I'll put myself in the scenario where I'll pretend I am literally Cinderella herself. You know, I gotta get, I gotta clean up, get ready for the ball. I'll literally pretend I'm Cinderella. Sometimes I'll picture myself as a housewife living in a mansion <laughs> and it's stuff like that. I visualize myself in these scenarios and it kind of just makes it more fun. So if you want to try this out, see if it works for you. Say you are grinding away at your homework. It sucks. It's horrible. You're writing an essay, doing math, whatever it is. Maybe picture yourself like you're in a movie and you're a student and you're working hard and you're fighting to get into your dream school. Just picture yourself in a movie. Put yourself in whatever movie comes to your head when you think of whatever, like a student. Or even picture yourself as the CEO of a company and you're grinding away, trying to meet your deadlines. Sometimes visualization in so many aspects of life helps so much. And so anytime I feel bored, sometimes I'll do this and I'll put myself in a scenario. If I'm doing emails, I'll picture myself as a sexy secretary lady. 
you know? And that is a game changer, truly a game changer. I feel like there's a lot of little things we can add into our life to make it feel a little bit more glamorous in a way. And I'm gonna tell you some of the things I add into my morning routine to kind of romanticize it a little bit. First up is an ice roller. I feel like all the Pinterest girlies have ice rollers, thus I have an ice roller. It feels great every time I'm ice rolling my face. It just feels so good and makes maybe a mundane morning routine a little bit more exciting. Sometimes I'll even gua sha because all the TikTok girlies gua sha their face. And I don't know, it's kind of just a fun thing to do. Even just putting on a matching workout set. Oh, say less. I am on it. I am in there. If I put on a cute matching workout set, my day is going to be good. Other things that romanticize my morning routine for no reason is filling up a mason jar with ice and water and adding lemon. I don't know why, but the lemon just makes me feel like I have it together. So really, it's little things. Say you want to up-level your night routine, romanticize that a little bit more. Light some candles, put on some mood lighting, maybe get some of those strip lights. I think the brand is Philips Hue that you can change the lights on. I feel like that really sets the vibe. Lighting some candles can really change the nighttime routine experience. Another thing that I think is really nice to do for yourself, and again, how many times I'm gonna say this, romanticize your life, get yourself flowers. You do not need a man. You do not need anyone to get you flowers. No. Is that nice? <laughs> yes. But get your own self flowers if you want flowers because you are the most important person in your life. You deserve flowers. Get yourself flowers. There's nothing like having fresh flowers in your space. Even if you only have your room, maybe you have a whole home or an apartment. I feel like adding flowers to any space makes it feel so alive and happy. A little money hack here. I used to get fresh flowers like every week. And here's the thing. I have three different, four different vases. Five? I think I have four or five different vases in my apartment that I was routinely getting flowers for, for like a month. And obviously fresh flowers don't last that long and they die. And there's so many great things about them. They smell good. It's fun to go pick them out and cut them and arrange them, but it was definitely adding up. So my life hack here and something that I did, I went on a floral.com and they basically, that's where I get all my fake plants from. If you don't know, if you're new here, I am not allowed to have plants in my apartment and I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I just am not allowed. I don't know why, I'm just not. So I bought fake plants from afloral.com and I also bought fake flowers because I was kind of tired of spending all this money on fresh flowers every time they died. And while I love fresh flowers, I think they're great having these fake ones that definitely still look real. I've fooled so many people into thinking they're real. It's just a lot more cost-effective and I'll switch them up from room to room so it feels different. But yeah, having flowers in your home, in your space, such a game changer, makes life feel, makes your home feel, your space feel really good. Another way to romanticize life is to have things to look forward to. I feel like when you plan things in the future that you look forward to, it doesn't have to be big or be expensive. It lets you have something to be excited about that's coming up. So when you're going through your homework or your emails and things just feel really mundane and boring, you're doing work, you have something to look forward to. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be expensive. It's not always a trip to look forward to, but maybe it's a beach day with your friends. Maybe it's a girl's night, a sleepover. 
Maybe you go watch the sunset every Friday night or Saturday night. Maybe it's a picnic that you have planned with some friends or even a solo picnic. I feel like anything that brings you joy, definitely make plans to do that so that you have something to look forward to during your normal everyday life. It also just motivates you to get all your stuff done which is a great thing. So plan something, have something maybe even once a week that you look forward to, whether it's on the weekends. You can even plan something to look forward to nightly, whether that's a fun dessert or going out for ice cream or starting a new movie. I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's always the little things that make life very good. So plan something for yourself. Let me know. DM me on Instagram what you're going to plan for yourself this week. Okay, moving on to Instagram, I'm going to read some of the ways all of you like to romanticize your life. Let's get reading. This person says, painting, soaking up sun, cooking while dancing in the kitchen to music. Yes, especially yes to the last one. Whenever I feel lazy to cook, I put on some jazz tunes. It's literally a playlist on Spotify that's called jazz music to listen to while you're cooking with the love of your life. I'm literally alone when I'm listening to this. It doesn't matter. Playing good music while you're cooking is a game changer. So I love this one. Someone said, I daydream a lot, which is, it's good. It's good to have dreams. It's also important to act on them, but daydreaming, eh, never hurt anybody. It's fun. I take little video clips of anything I appreciate in the day and make a reel out of them daily. That is so sweet. I love that idea. I feel like that's so easy to do and it really makes you look at the small things in your day that you appreciate. So I love that one. Pretending I'm living my best life in my own penthouse while listening to music. Yep. See, the music is a game changer. Also love the visualization here. <laughs> Closing my eyes while the wind blows through my hair. Opening the blinds in the morning to let the sun in. Another person says, making yourself a cup of tea or coffee. It always makes me feel like I'm the main character. I love that one. This person says, I like to romanticize my little beach town in the summer, even though I work two jobs. I pretend I'm characters in the books I read. Ooh, that is a good one. Looking forward to really small things like my morning coffee and daily walks. Someone else says, go watch the sunset, then jam to music in the dark on the way back with the windows down. Yes. You know I agree with that one. Taking a moment to listen to the things around me, whether that's the birds in the trees or listening to rainfall. I take photos of every little moment. I do too. It's actually really fun. I I used to like despise that about myself. I was like, oh, why do I need to record and take photos of everything? But eh, I've learned to accept it. It's really nice to have memories like that. Imagine you're being filmed for any type of movie, comedy, romance, or action. That's actually funny. See, I feel like this is also a visualization. You pretend like you're in a movie. It's a little bit different from what I was talking about, but I actually really like this one. This kind of makes me think about something I saw and someone was saying how every time something bad happens in their life or weird, they just tell themselves it's good for the plot. And I really liked that. That really, that really resonated. Grabbing a coffee and reading in the park. Another person says, this is super small, but I love wearing sunglasses, chef's kiss, because it makes me feel like I'm that girl. Yes. Getting dressed up to do simple things. This one. I love this. I need to add that to my list. I feel like every time you get dressed up for any occasion, it just elevates the occasion. You could be going to get gas and if you have on a killer outfit, it's an event. Taking showers under candlelight with some music you really like. I love that one. I pretend I'm in a Vogue Beauty Secrets video in the morning while I get ready. That's actually really good. 
romanticize your getting ready process. Pretend you're in a Vogue video. That is such a good one. Spending more time with myself and taking myself on dates. You already know, I love that one. Pretending I'm the main character while doing adult things like cooking, cleaning groceries. I approve, I love that one. Another person says listening to old music while cleaning, dressing up for absolutely no reason and eating fun food. Someone else says making oddly specific playlists that fit a certain mood. This one is, I don't know if it's underrated, but I thought I'd mention it. I really like that one. I have so many random playlists for any possible mood I might be in. One, it's so fun to curate those playlists and add to them. And two, it makes it fun. So whatever situation you're in, pop on a playlist and you're good to go. Taking pictures of anything that I think looks pretty. I pretend I'm a Pinterest girl. I listen to music all day, every day. My life is one giant music video. I'm obsessed with that, oh my gosh. Make an Instagram that I don't let anyone follow and post all the pictures I love on there. That's actually such a good one. I feel like with Instagram, there's so much pressure these days to post perfect, you know, pictures we deem as perfect and we like, and then we worry about how many people like it, how many people see it, whatever. So I love that idea. That's actually a really good one. I might do that. Make your own little Instagram. Don't tell anyone about it and post whatever you want without worrying about all the dumb number stuff. I love that one. Watching the sunrise and sunset. Someone else says, I love waking up early just to watch the light pour into my room when the sun rises. And another person says, putting your phone or other screens away and taking in the moment. This is the last one I'm going to read. I think this one's really cute. This person says, I people watch. I just like admiring people and their true element and beauty. I also love people watching. It is so fun. I feel like when you people watch, it takes you out of your own head. Definitely a fun it's a fun activity to do. This was so fun. After reading all these, I am, I just feel like I'm in like the most inspired mood now. I need to like go seize the day. I need to go be the main character that I am. I hope this video, this video, goodbye. I'm still a YouTuber at heart. Good goodness. I hope this podcast episode inspired you, uplifted you, made you feel good. Definitely let me know. Go comment on my recent post on my MindPod Instagram. I'd love to hear your feedback. I think it's good to romanticize your life. And it's something I think we can all do more of because it just makes things more enjoyable. It makes you more happy. It changes your mood into more of a positive one from day to day. Thank you for sharing all of your ways that you guys like to romanticize your life. I'm definitely going to be taking those into account and doing them. You should definitely too if you're listening to this. Go do something today that brings you a lot of joy. Pretend you're the main character. Actually, why am I saying pretend? You are the main character. Go act like it. Go make the rest of today a good one. And I hope when you're listening to this, you're doing well. Thanks for tuning in to another podcast episode. This was so fun. I'm going to go back to not talking again for the rest of today. So thanks for chatting with me. And that was everything on my mind. Bye.